let, let's tap into uh, a good friend of the show, Troy Rank, our Denver 7 uh, Broncos insider presented by Rock Seating and Air. Troy, this is a nuanced conversation. It's a layered conversation. I guess I'm just curious. You've been doing this for a long time. I think you cover the Broncos maybe eight years now, something like that, Troy. Did I have that right? Uh, I mean, about 14 years total. It's just in two different stints. But, oh, yeah, eight straight. With, like, the Rockies maybe in between there. Um, where, where where does this last week stack up in terms of just the the drama of it all involving the quarterback position, this amount of money before the deal kicks in? Like, where does this one uh, stack up uh, in, in its kind of own category here? Yeah, I mean, it's unique in every way. I mean, I've covered benchings when Brian Greasy replaced Bubby Brister right before a season in the locker room. It was like a stick of dynamite went off in the Broncos locker room after two straight Super Bowls. You know, I've covered, you know, numerous issues with Larry Walker and his drama with the Rockies over no trade clauses and vetoing trades and Mike Hampton, a similar situation, vetoing trades. So I've, I've covered similar things. The difference is it's a high-profile quarterback who's one of the most popular players in the NFL, two polarizing figures in Sean Payton and Russell Wilson to some degree, certainly different in personality. And so that has made this and amplified this. But the, it's, an, it's a unique story. You know, one side in Sean Payton frames it as a football decision. The other side, Russell Wilson's side, sees it as an economic decision. It's leading to Russell Wilson getting cut, in my opinion, in March because he has a complete no-trade clause. I can't see him doing anything to facilitate a trade because he can just force his way to get cut and pick his own team and play for the veteran minimum. Um, regarding the, the note sent by, you know, that Mark Baskey released by the NFLPA, I do think it's important to note there hasn't been a grievance filed yet. Right. Obviously, the uh, essentially Wilson side felt like it was not appropriate the way this discussion went down. And you're right. Uh, Zach, it's a nuanced conversation. And do they just, I know the Broncos say their intent was to try to create a path forward for Russell Wilson with the organization. It was first broached in the summer. Then it came up again. Well, there's problems with that because of the timing. Right. Number one, you're coming off your biggest win in eight years. You just snapped a 16 game losing streak to the chiefs. So why do it then? That's the bye week That's when business gets done. But I think in hindsight, don't do it if it doesn't involve Sean Payton directly having a conversation with Russell Wilson. Mm. That's what, in my opinion, needed to happen first. Then the agent talks to uh, Mark. Then Mark Rogers, the agent, would then talk with George Payton. Because it didn't happen that way, it gets very complicated because now you have an agent talking to the general manager about how, hey, move that date back a year. Give us more time, and that gives us more time to make a decision, gives us more cap flexibility, and you come back and you compete. This is a path forward for you in the organization. Well, again, in general, that happens with quarterbacks restructuring. It wasn't going to happen here because anyone that's been on an athletic team or coached a team or had kids on a team, they know fairly quickly if a coach likes them. Right. Well, at this point, Russell Wilson knows he's not Sean Payton's guy. Yes. I mean, that's not just from sideline outbursts. I mean, that's what's the stuff that goes behind the scenes. He understood at that point he's not Sean Payton's guy. So he was hurt. He was disappointed. And, you know, he's thinking his future's up in the air after the biggest win this team's had in eight years. So it's a, it's a complicated discussion. Again, one side certainly seeing it as an economic uh, issue. The other seeing it as a football-only issue. The truth is right there in the middle. It's related that Peyton didn't like the way Russell was operating his offense, and so that's football-related. But we cannot pretend that the economics don't play into it. 
and it's gonna. It was always gonna be a messy divorce. It got messier this past week, and I give I do give Russell Wilson credit for speaking on Friday when I went up to him along with Parker Gabriel from the Denver Post said, "Hey, talk." He said, "I'm not scared to talk." And I said, "Well, let's go. Let's talk. Let's see what you know." And and he answered the questions. That by far was the best press conference he's had as a Denver Bronco. He revealed his pain. He revealed his anger. He was real. He was relatable. It clearly hurt him, you know, and, you know, but the business of the divorce was always going to be messy. It was always going to be messy, and it's lived up to that. Troy, other than Russell Wilson, is there a divorce coming with George Payton and Sean Payton? Because I I think at this point, I think that we can all agree that George Payton and, and Russell Wilson are kind of connected by the hip at this point. Yeah, it's a, it's an interesting question because I thought for sure that would happen. The timing, usually when a general manager is let go at the end of the season, the coach goes with him. In this case, the coach is not going anywhere. The GM was in place before the coach and the GM executed the trade for Russell Wilson and was involved with the contract extension, you know, that hasn't even kicked in yet. But I wouldn't expect a move until after the draft because there are three quarters of the way in their year, the way they do their year as scouts and GM for the draft. So I don't think you would see a decision on this until after the draft. That is kind of the new, the new year for scouts and GMs and front office personnel is like basically the week after the draft, you see changes and that's when contracts expire for front office folks. So if there's going to be a change, I don't think it would be until after the draft. Now, would I be shocked if, Sean Payton wanted to bring someone from New Orleans in that he's worked with. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be totally shocked if he stayed with George Payton because they've worked well together. You know, Payton, in in ways, has become more of a scouting director. He's not the general manager. Sean Payton has full authority over personnel decisions. At least that's how it operates. So we'll see. I just don't know. In terms of the timing, the idea that, you know, he would be let go right after the season, I don't think that would be the case. I think if there's a decision, it would be after the draft. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I do ultimately believe George Payton will be shown the door, and it feels like, you know, because the contract is going to hurt this football team uh, so much over the next couple seasons, it's almost like um, if you're maybe, and this is a poor analogy, but I'm going to say it anyway, it's like if you're if you're raising someone else's kid and you look at every time you look at that kid, that, that's, not your, that's not your son, and maybe you think of someone else. Uh, you know, the real father or whatever, the mother or whatever the case is. I just think that the, the damage by, from the contract, it's, man, it's going to be really, really, really tough uh, for George Payton to overcome. Uh, Troy, with that said, what did you think of Jarrett Stidham's performance on Sunday? I mean, he executed the offense. Statistically, he didn't look much different than Russell Wilson. In fact, their stats against the Chargers which they previously played three weeks ago, were almost identical. I know. To rush through that pick on the ball that maybe Mims should have caught, maybe shouldn't. And Stidham didn't turn the ball over. And you can tell by the pass in the route tree was different, more crossing routes. Obviously, Stidham climbed the pocket more than we're used to with Russ. Russ is really good off script, coloring outside the lines. That's not Sean Payton's offense. He does not want that. And in basketball terms, Zach, it's like you want a guy, a point guard, and I believe in Sean Payton, who's going to run the offense. I'm calling the play from the bench, run Gator, run blue, whatever your play is and run it. I don't need you to go one-on-one five out the first possession of the game. And that's the difference because statistically Sidham didn't do anything special. He was rather ordinary. And the biggest play was yards after catch by little Jordan Humphrey. 
but got him in out of the huddle, ran some things well that Sean liked. It doesn't mean, but if you watch that game, you clearly see Russell Wilson is not to blame for their offensive issues either, not solely to blame. They had two false starts in a row. They had multiple penalties. They had to call timeout when a play didn't come in. So some of the same issues were present. What did I think? I mean, he's got potential. And he, obviously, he, he Peyton feels like he fits this offense. I think this audition this week is important to put him in play to compete for the job next year, whether that's with another veteran like a Sam Darnold and Jameis Whitson, or is that a Michael Penix or somebody in the draft? But, uh, you know, there's enough there that's encouraging. It was a first start for him in this system. You know, so, yeah, I want to see it more, not that I'm making the decisions, but I am interested to see at Vegas where they've lost seven straight road games to the Raiders. I want to see more, but it wasn't like, oh, my God, he threw for 350 yards, and this is what they've all been waiting for. Some of the offensive issues continue. Now, he didn't have Cortland Sutton. The run game has not been explosive in basically two months, so they've got other issues going on, but it was I was intrigued. Troy, what spark is Sean Payton talking about um, because, honestly, I did not see that. And also, with Jared Stidham, is he playing to audition for being the starting quarterback for next year? He 100% is playing to put himself in position to compete for the job because he's under contract if they want him to be. He doesn't have guaranteed money. But if you're going to solve the problem moving forward, because they're going to take – if Russell is designated as a post-June 1 salary cap cut, they're going to eat 30 they're going to on their dead cap will be 34 6 34.6 million and then 49 million in 2025 so to balance the books ideally you'd like a guy like Stidham making 5 million a year so if he shows in this audition this coming week that hey you know this guy could be he could be in the mix i'm not going to sit here and say he's the starter but i know they would like him to be in the mix the spark again that's a negligible term. You know, spark might be the way they, the operation runs. You, you've been in huddles, Phil. You know coaches can define intangibles loosely. But one guy showing a fire and getting guys organized, that's the spark. And it's yeah. not statistically. There's so many ways to answer that question. It wasn't statistically. They had their lowest scoring week and output since they lost to the Chiefs in week six. So it wasn't that. You know, in fairness to Stidham, no sudden hurt. Judy had been sick late in the week. He wasn't himself. I mean, they had some issues going on. The McGlinchey went out early in the game. I mean, there were some issues there. I just want to be fair, yep. too, that their, the personnel was a little off. But, yeah, statistically there wasn't this bump. And Peyton admitted that, but Peyton said on Monday he liked the way he liked his poise from watching the film. He liked what he saw from him. So, again, I just think Peyton wants a certain kind of quarterback that processes information at the line of scrimmage, gets him out of the, in and out of the huddle, and basically calls the you know runs the play or two plays we've called. That's what he wants. It's what he's comfortable with. Drew Brees was the voice inside his head. Those two were so in sync, it was ridiculous. He likes that kind of quarterback. Russell Wilson, at his best, is up-tempo and playing off script. That is not the Sean Payton offense in any way, shape, or form. Great stuff, Troy. As always, appreciate your time. We'll do this again next week. You got it, Tim. All right, there he goes. That's Troy Rank of Denver 7 presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air.